Wait. <laughs> your, your awareness is my awareness my awareness is your awareness your awareness is my awareness my awareness is your awareness your awareness is my awareness my awareness is your awareness our awareness is our awareness our awareness is our awareness our awareness is our awareness good luck <laughs> Our strength. Like, what's going on? That's what happened with like me and Matthew were together. I like, like I can't like focus on anything, and like I don't remember what it was specifically. And Ellie's like, well, yeah, of course, because your sister. I was like, like, oh, "Oh, no wonder. I was like, this is annoying. Yeah, I've just been throwing myself in work. Yeah, that's that's been nice. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Very focused. Mm -hmm. Yes. Cool. Welcome to your morning morning cup with Ben's Academy. Academy. I'm Ash. And I'm Kara. <laughs> no one's going to know anyway. Fine. And we're Cash. We're Cash. Who gets us confused? They're going to know we swapped our names. Well, I guess now they know. Yeah. Okay, so, yes. I'm Ash. I'm Kara. And we're Cash. <laughs> Could you tell a difference? Let us know in the comments. Hey, there you go. <laughs> so, today we are talking about shrinking of awareness. So Yes. Usually we talk about expansion of awareness. Mm -hmm. And what do we mean by expansion of awareness? Well, there are more things in your awareness field. Yes. (laughs) Literally. It's true, yeah. You have more data points, a broader perspective. Mm -hmm. Go from like maybe just thinking about life and your little terms of the universe to maybe like becoming Gaia and thinking about what does the universe feel like with Gaia. Or the human collective. collective, Yeah. Or your community or your pet, whatever. There's lots of ways to expand your awareness. Expansion beyond just this time and space. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Multiple timelines. Yeah. Lots of ways. Yeah. So we're talking about the opposite. The inverse of that. (laughs) (laughs) The inverse of expansion of awareness, which is shrinking Shrinking. of awareness. Yes. The shrinking of awareness. So this is something that comes up in life. Um, I would say it's probably like quite routine or regular periodically. Sometimes it's like for a split moment of time, you know, maybe an afternoon or a day and sometimes it's for extended periods of time yeah a lot of times your awareness can shrink when you're having a major life event whatever Mm -hmm. that might be Uh, it could also happen when you just really get focused on the ego (laughs) and if it's all about me myself and I that's another way that your awareness can shrink and these aren't necessarily bad things it's just Something to be aware of. Yeah. It can shrink when you're falling in love, right? Mm-hmm. Fall of awareness. Yep. Um, love is can... blind. <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, it can shrink when you have deep focus on a project. So you see that often, like everybody I know who just any type of like computer programming, mm-hmm. it's like Zoom. <laughs> their awareness just like shrinks. Yep. They got mute headphones on and they're just like glued to the screen and they have no idea what's going on anywhere else. Or you see this with artists too Mm -hmm. when they're working on maybe a new painting or a project, a new creation. Writing a book. Writing a book, yeah. Awareness shrinks and they're just focused on that. Mm -hmm. So it's what we do naturally, right? We we flow in and out of shrunken (laughs) and expanded Expanded. awareness. Yeah, and there are a lot of ways that it can also happen like um, even just part of your daily life. So, for example, you mentioned like an artist, 
Uh, you could also have your awareness shrunk when you're watching a movie mm-hmm. or reading a book or playing a computer game. Mm-hmm. Uh, projects, especially like for me, when I was writing my dissertation, it was like shoo, very focused. Mm-hmm. Or playing a computer game, shoo, very focused. And you know, it was fine, something to be aware of. Yeah. But it can also come up with major life events, not just falling in love, but if there's some kind of traumatic event that's happening, like maybe you experience the death of a family member or a loved one, that can result in shrinking Mm -hmm. of awareness. Or if you're going through uh, a major illness or even just flushing even. Mm -hmm. Um, And also, you can have a shrunken awareness having sex. (laughs) So point is, is like awareness expands and shrinks all the time, right? Mm -hmm. And it's part of natural daily life, but it's something to be aware of. Yep, for sure. So what we wanted to look at is how do we set ourselves up for success when we're in that smaller awareness state, when our awareness is shrunk? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that to begin with, know that it's temporary Mm -hmm. and it's okay if it happens. Yeah. Like... If we have any charges or feelings about like, oh, this isn't good or, oh my God, like, you know, have a look at that. Maybe do the fair processing exercise around it, allow it to express. Mm -hmm. But also it's natural to go through that state of being. So we can start to set ourselves up for success just by recognizing that, that it happens and it's part of life on earth. Yeah, for sure. I think that's a big step. And um, as you recognize it, making sure we cover our bases. So when you're in a state of like deep focus, let's say as an artist might be creating a project, being able to, you know, cover your bases, you've got your water, you're taking your body for walks outside, um, you're getting exercise, you're eating regularly, like those are things that will be supportive during that process. And you may need to bring in allies to Mm -hmm. help you, you know, set an alarm (laughs) so that you know, oh, wait, it's been two hours. I need to go move. Yes, (laughs) literally. (laughs) Yeah. I've been staring at the screen for too long. Get up and go, you know, um, having, um, allies or friends, people who help, you know, make sure that you have a good meal, Mm -hmm. you know, or if bring a cup of tea, yeah, bring a cup of tea. Um, if not directly living with you, you, there's services for that, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, people you can call to do deliveries, you know, um, these things are all available. The human collective makes it pretty, I would say easy for us to cover our bases. We just have to do it. Yeah. 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 And be aware of it. Right. So if let's say you're working on a project and you know, you have to shrink your awareness to set yourself up for success around hand around that. So like you said, get your ducks in a row, get your water, your food, and, you know, tell your your, your people, like, okay, I'm going to go in. If I don't come out in three hours, come get me. <laughs> right? Yeah. And then you might not need it, right. but it's at least, like, an opportunity to help you out if you need it. That's true. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then also, you know, making sure that we're doing our daily practice. So taking that time to, to whatever that might be, meditation, or maybe it's a moving meditation, one of a uh, guided exercise of some sort, making sure that you're doing that, maybe even do it more than what you normally do, mm-hmm. you know, double down on it. Um, but that's going to also just help make sure that we're set up for success. And to me, that's kind of also like covering your bases. Mm-hmm. It's just not just your physical body's basis, it's also your energetic field. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And if you do find yourself in like tunnel vision, you know, like it's just so hard to think outside of whatever you're you're focused on right now, 
then choose some of the meditations from Inelia Benz that are designed to expand your awareness. Yeah, do the opposite. Yeah, do the <laughs> exact opposite because it will pull you out of that shrunken awareness, even if it's just for like 10 minutes a day. Mm-hmm. You know, that's fine. You can go back to your tunnel vision and do what you need to do. Like, that's fine. But even just having that 10 minutes is just so good for your body, your energy body. Have some reprieve and just stretch those muscles a little bit mm-hmm. before you snap back into the smaller state of awareness. Yeah, so. and, and don't do it alone. You know, hopefully by now we all have our, or we're working on having, if we don't, but we have our high frequency allies, right? So those people in our lives that we can share awareness with, right? Yeah. Let them know what's going on. Let them know that, hey, I'm really focused right now. I'm going, you know, I'm falling in love. So <laughs> you're gonna have to repeat things to me or remind me let to me do know things. yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. right so it's just um if you share that and don't just go through the experience alone mm-hmm. then already you've got high frequency allies who you are now going to be able to benefit from their awareness right which is mm-hmm. essentially it's expanding your awareness without like taking you fully out of your process mm-hmm. of what you're doing yeah absolutely and if you're Feeling like you're dealing with some kind of trauma, like energetic or emotional or physical, you know, you can keep your allies informed by setting boundaries and telling them what you need. So, for example, if you've experienced a death of a family member, usually that's the time where walking on eggshells is actually a very compassionate, good thing to do because you're raw, right? You need to just talk in quiet, hushed tones and be sensitive and conscientious of other people and Mm -hmm. people might not always know that or not really that great at having that kind of etiquette in some of our cultures so you might need to expand what does walking on eggshells mean (laughs) for them yeah or even just hey you know what I can't really deal with this right now I'm going through grief so let's talk business in a week or bring it up with my you know assistant or whatever yeah it's just you got to do your best to communicate also like right. what will be supportive so you can express that whatever it is you need to express yeah. in a healthy way. And be aware, like major decisions made in a shrunk awareness. I mean, you're not seeing the whole picture too. Mm-hmm. So that is an aspect and that, I mean, depends on the dynamic and the context. It's good or bad, whatever it is, it depends on the context, Right. But if you're making decisions in a shrunken awareness, there's things you aren't aware of, right? Mm -hmm. There's things you're not seeing just naturally by the nature of it. So if there's things going on and you have maybe a decision that comes up, I would typically try to postpone it unless I have like really amazing allies who I trust and I know I can kind of give myself some time to expand my awareness and to step into that and I feel good and clear on it. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, I would try to delay making that decision. Yeah. Yeah, and, and sometimes this can happen not necessarily consciously. Yeah. Like if we fall into, you know, an ego trigger, usually that results in a shrunken awareness mm-hmm. because it's all about the ego, it's all about you. So it's really hard to take other perspectives into consideration. And if you find yourself in a situation where that's it, like you're dealing with a trigger and it's really hard to function on and do anything else, so be mindful of that. It's another way to set a boundary and be like, look, I'm super triggered right now. I can't talk about this. We'll come back to it later, right? Just so that 
when you're communicating with other people, they know and they know how to respond as a result. Mm -hmm. So sometimes shrunken awareness can come inadvertently. Yes. (laughs) And sometimes we want it consciously, right? Like to go deep writing a computer program or writing a book or falling in love. Exactly. Of course. Yeah. So it's all important. And some of the, um, at least the ones we've practiced or used over the years when we've had various states of shrunken awareness, some of the meditations we recommend include the unified field theory, unified field theory. (laughs) No, not that. (laughs) Unified field meditation. meditation. (laughs) Although the theory might shrink your awareness or expand it, who knows. Um, (laughs) And also the oneness exercise from Ascension 101. That one's really good. Because it takes you out of yourself by design. Yeah. And that is really awesome if you're stuck in that very small tunnel vision. And if you want to learn also like another level of around um, the expansion or shrinking of your awareness, um, the relationships course, what is it called, Kara? Do you remember? Sex, love, and soulmates. Sex, love, and soulmates. That one has um, a section that goes in, that talks deeply in about the shrinking of the awareness, about yeah. the falling in love process. And you really could probably relate that to mm-hmm. other aspects of your life when you have a shrinking of awareness. Absolutely. So definitely another one to check out. Yeah, really good recommendation. And, th- and that portion of the class, too, goes into great depth about how for some circumstances, like falling in love, you want it to happen. Yeah. Like, you might have a go-to reaction of like, oh, no, my awareness is shrinking. I can't let this happen. No, Ugh, I'm not going to let it happen. It's like, actually, that's not conducive towards the relationship. And NNLA explains in that class why. Mm-hmm. So sometimes these things just have to carry out and take and unfold. Yep. And, you know... Just be aware of that. Yeah. So that when it comes, you're not surprised. Yeah. <laughs> Give yourself some grace with that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sometimes when our, at least in my experience, when my awareness isn't as uh, expanded, you know, things might come a little slower. I forget things. I lose focus quickly, you know, and, and that's okay. That's just, it's normal. Mm-hmm. But while our awareness is expanded, while you're listening to this podcast and you're being proactive and you're being diligent in your life, this is the time to build your toolbox, right? right? To understand what this is. So when it does come up for you, because it's inevitable, right? <laughs> I don't know if you can really avoid it, um, you'll be able to recognize it and then respond. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I know for me, when I've had shrunken awareness, I was like, what is happening? Like, I don't even <laughs> feel like me. Like, I was forgetting things. Like, things I'm usually really good at. Like, remembering important uh, appointments or the names of classes or yeah. whatever and then all of a sudden blank like <laughs> right. and I'm like what's going on what's wrong with me I didn't even like feel like myself in some uh-huh. ways but then through good allies and good counsel had someone if not you it might have been Anelia being like oh yeah shrunken awareness that's what's happening right now yeah Oh, oh, everything's okay. Yeah. This is fine. I'm not like just no, losing no. my memory or yeah. whatever. <laughs> like, why? Why am I broken? I'm I not know. doing. I'm not able to do the work I normally do. What's going on? No, exactly. <laughs> and that's it. It's yeah. not a broken thing. Exactly. It's actually a very Healthy, natural, natural thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's good to be aware of. And when we know that our awareness can shrink and expand, we can then choose to do it consciously in a way Mm -hmm. that's supportive of us. 
And some people choose to live in a state of a shrunken awareness. And that's perfectly fine. But also, I think having this awareness is great to understand where they're coming from. Because it's inevitable, as we know, like flowing in and out of it um, is natural for us as humans. However, some people are not. They're staying perpetually more in that shrunken awareness Mm -hmm. perspective. So now we can understand what's going on for them so we don't have expectations that right. are beyond what they're capable of. Yeah, like in if, that moment. If you're talking to an alcoholic who's constantly drunk, I mean, yeah. you're going to know pretty well that their awareness would be very tiny yeah, all a, the time. A gamer, you know, mm-hmm. who's like playing 24/7, you know, yes. they're they're going to they've got a one-track mind, yeah. right? Yeah, and that type of extreme isn't necessarily healthy, right? No. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you're getting into addictions, it, whether it's a computer game or alcoholism or whatever, it's it's not good. It's like a full-on 100% shrunken awareness because that's ultimately what can destroy relationships, right? If you're just thinking about getting your, your fix, whatever it is, it's so shrunken you're not taking other things into consideration like your health or your family or... Paying the bills, whatever well, it might being be. of your physical body. Yeah. yeah. So that's another extreme. On the flip side, we have heard these stories of people who are living in such an expanded state of awareness, like gurus or, I don't know, I think there's words for that in Hindi that I don't know. <laughs> but Like sages of the East. Yeah, yeah. like these, quote, avatars, right, that are just mm-hmm. always in an enlightenment state. They have a whole team, like, supporting them, like, (laughs) making sure they're clothed and bathed and they have food and their body moves and all these things. And it's the same thing, right? Like, you need to have your basis covered. You need a support team. And that culture is structured in a way to make that happen. Mm -hmm. So when you know you're going to go either into an altered state of expansion or shrinking of awareness, be mindful, like... What are you going to do to set yourself up for success? Yeah. And then you can you don't have to worry about it as much, right? You can just go in more depth or know that things are taken care of and it might be easier for you. Who knows? Yeah. There's something uh, that I have is a power object bracelet, and it's actually one that Anelia made. And um, it, if I remember correctly, you might have to help me on this, but I believe it's bringing in the power of the mystic. Mm, yes. And, um, and so when I wear this bracelet, it's typically when I'm doing things that are an expanded awareness, like we're creating a podcast. So I want to be expanded in my awareness. I want to be able to tap into the human collective. What is the human collective interest in? And, uh, you know, asking questions about, or what's on the, you know, what's going on in the field, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) And, um, so typically I'll wear this when I'm doing different types of mystical work or, and or the example I just gave with the podcast and instantly because it's a power object because it's been created with that energy with that chi now when I wear it 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 starts to draw me into an expanded awareness state it's just naturally it's amazing how it works Mm -hmm. right and it's hard to resist it although there might be part of me that's like wait a minute (laughs) (laughs) you know we're not ready for that yet we were focusing on this little thing i like that thing over there yeah (laughs) Yeah. but it's you know that's another way that you you fill your toolbox toolbox not just with 
you know, the exercises and the knowledge and the data around it. But also you can have things like power objects, Mm -hmm. make them available for yourself that you can tune into it and have it when you need it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I know a lot of writers, especially who have like their spot where they go when they write Mm -hmm. and it puts them in that altered state. It's like their chair is a power object. The way the desk is set up, they have a whole ritual, you know, they need the tea, they need their pen, they need their you know, all their apps turned off. Like all of that is ritual to get you into a a certain altered state. Mm -hmm. An altered state, what does that mean? It's our general field of awareness, whatever the default is, changes. Mm -hmm. And it can shrink, it can expand. So for that artist or that writer, you know, they sit in their space and do their thing and that allows their awareness to shrink. Just like you wearing your bracelet allows it to expand. Expand. But Mm -hmm. all of those are mystical tools that we can use for ourselves and help us do what we need to do, which is super cool. It is. Yeah, Yeah, it is super cool because it's like, you know, if you're going to go, let's say fishing, you're not just going to go out to the edge of the ocean, say, all right, I'm going to catch myself a fish. And you got nothing on you. You know, you're going to have a pole. You're going to have bait. You're going to have maybe some extra line. You're going to have some hooks. You're going to have all these different things that will depend on the situation you'll be in. Right. Right. Know about what the tides are. Maybe people have good spots they like to go fishing in. Right. Exactly. You don't work alone. You talk to your fisherman fellows and be like, <laughs> hey, where's a good spot? Yeah. You maybe know? get on a boat and have somebody charter the boat for you it's like there's all these aspects of it to set yourself up for success Mm -hmm. and when looking at a state of being having expanded awareness it's a similar thing so set ourselves up for success Mm -hmm. success and that's exactly what we're talking about and power objects are just a part of that as well yeah absolutely so if somebody wants to learn about power objects where should they go? In Ashley? a more focused way. <laughs> Where should you go? <laughs> you should go to ibensacademy.com. Oh, why is that? Because we have a Power Objects workshop starting. Well, actually, our, we're kicking off our Power Objects workshop tomorrow. Yay. Yeah. So exciting. It is super exciting. So our um, first workshop has sold out. So we're kicking that off tomorrow. Um, everybody's been gathering materials, getting ready. Uh, to make our power objects. Yeah, it's so cool. And even just what you explained about the power object you're wearing now, like basically you're going to learn how to do that. Yes. And not only that, but learn from Inelia. Yes. Directly. And you get to see literally how she's weaving mystical energies into these objects and the whole methodology behind it. And you Mm -hmm. see it unfold from beginning to end. And it's just so cool. And you get to follow along yeah. and map to her and maybe put your own spin on it or copy like yeah. through and through. Regardless, it's just amazing. So you could choose a topic like you want to create a power object for expansion of awareness or you want to create a power object that resonates at your source frequency. Yeah. You know, I mean, whatever it is, the, the possibilities are endless. It's like the only limitation would be your imagination in those scenarios, mm-hmm. right? And you can create those to support you throughout your day. Or you can create them and support others and, sh- and sell them as power objects to people and have it as more people on the planet supercharging their life in these high-frequency ways. That would be so cool. But it's really limitless. I mean, I think Inelia was asking Larry the other day, like, what would it be like to have a power object for fishing you know <laughs> like make a hook a power object or some other kind of thing like how would that change 
Or the experience. Yeah. Right. Like, what, what would happen? I don't right. know. We want to find out. Yeah. It's like that. What happens if you make a power object for your writing mm-hmm. or for your singing? Like, whatever it is. It's, I mean, the, the endless possibilities. So we're really excited to see what our students are going to come up with. Yep. And also what we'll create together, too. Yeah, because we'll create a power object together. So everyone will make three power objects in the workshop, and then the group will make a power object as a collective Mm -hmm. together. And, um, of course, this information is shared from Anelia and information she has through her lineages. And it's, which you know right away, then that means the quality of the information is going to be extremely solid. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Really good. (laughs) Um, So we're excited for that. But although our February workshop has sold out, we have offered now a March workshop. So that's going to be starting in the next few weeks. Yep. Yeah, it, it's going to be awesome. So awesome. And power objects are one of those ways that we can infuse our life with the intention we want to create for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Whether it's expansion of awareness, or getting into an altered state, or any of the other examples we shared. And having a very clean, clear methodology that you can replicate, it's just, that's another way you can set yourself up for success. Mm-hmm. You you know what to do and what not to do. (laughs) Very important when working with mystical energies. Yeah. Yeah. And you get to do it with cash because we're facilitating. So we'll (laughs) be there with you. Yay! (laughs) Supporting, helping answer questions, giving guidance in the process. Doing it together. It's going to be so cool. Exactly. So exciting. So go to Inelia. Nope. Go to (laughs) ibensacademy.com and you'll find the Power Objects Workshop where you can enroll. You can also go to our Telegram for Ibens Academy and there's tons of links and videos and things available there as well if you want more information or you want to register. Yep. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Hopefully we'll see you there. All right. Until next time. Bye. Bye.